Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the audio replay of the Driveway Liberty Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to Driveway Liberty Podcast, the only podcast recorded and live streamed in an actual fucking driveway. Look at that. So uh, first thing we want to do is thank each of you for joining in tonight. And thank you in advance for sharing the podcast with your friends and family, um, which is what I'm about to do after I dr- introduce my pals here in the driveway. S- couple of my best friends, decent people. We have got uh, Dan Mattis-Gasco over here <laughs> and uh, my good friend, Burnt Sugar. Hello. Burnt Sugar. What's happening, everybody? I know Dan was very excited last night. Not for the State of the Union, but his favorite basketball player ever broke the all-time scoring record. So I know Dan Dan's house had a celebration. They had dinner at home. They all watched it as a family. So uh, Dan, I, I'm I'm glad that you got to watch LeBron James really show off and and, and break that all-time scoring record. Then again, maybe I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can prove that you didn't. Don't think you can prove that you didn't. Yeah. Matter of fact, you saying that is the first I heard of it. Yeah. Uh huh. Sure, Dan. I could give two. Had your Lakers slash Cavaliers slash Heat jersey, LeBron jersey on. I know. I know. I saw it. Fuck LeBron. Don't try to lie. Guy's a piece of shit human being. I think we got some dogs killing each other. We do. We do. We're surrounded, like, uh, except for directly behind me, but on uh, each side and then each corner, kitty corner, behind us, there's dogs. Yeah, there's. I mean, we are in a driveway. That's how that works. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're we're out in the yard house. in a neighborhood. We're at Dan's house um, doing this. And, um, you know, that that just happens on occasion sometimes. So, um, exactly. So, what kind of week you guys had? Y'all hung out Saturday night while I grabbed a pretty damn good nap. That's well, we, we, <laughs> we burned some firewood Saturday night for sure. Yep. And drank some... And as, as per usual, I had to provide the whiskey because apparently Dan no longer buys whiskey. Right? I mean, I, temporary man, I, situation. I'll be honest with you. All right. So I had, I had started drinking much earlier than that. And Same. I was sitting there. I'm like, you know, you know how you get motivated and you talk a big talk sometimes when you've had a yeah, few. Yeah, it was your fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> Wes's idea. Are we hanging out tonight? <laughs> fucker never shows up. I did not show up. I went home and I got to watching the, something on TV. Yeah. April we cooked. So we, in my defense, we are trying to eat home cooked meals on Saturdays because April works Sundays, and she had cooked, and I had been out drinking, and I'm like, well, you know, I better go eat. She gets mad. She's Italian, so if she fixes food and it's on the table and ready to go, and you're not there to eat, she gets mad at you. I don't think that has anything to do with Italian. Uh, I think that's pretty much people. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. If the wife cooks dinner and nobody's home to eat it, it doesn't matter their nationality. My favorite was. Mama going to be pissed. My favorite was Wes like, oh, are you guys still going? And I immediately responded, of course. And then it's (laughs) 6.30 in the morning the next day. Oh, shit. You guys were out till 1.30. Y'all really were. See, that was when I woke up from my first nap. (laughs) Right. And I'm like, well, you know, man, I feel kind of obligated. I may walk over here. You're literally like, I don't know, seven houses away. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you. By the time you text that, it it, it wasn't. We were knee deep. It wasn't pretty. Yeah, we were yeah, knee deep. I would have had. We were doing. We were after talking. The nap, some I'd have had to do some catching up. Child raising philosophy and yeah. uh, a little sports. We always get to sports at some point, but uh, right. 
sharing some old uh, stories. Well, if if it's any consolation, when I got up the next morning, I did feel terrible that I did not come over and hang out. I felt I mean, absolutely bad. I mean, really, you're 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 bad. I mean, yeah, you, yeah, you, you're the one that missed out. out. I know, no, I have not no on me doubt. your dad. So I, I do. I, I have no doubt. I missed out, and I hated that I missed out because I I wanted to hang out. I really did. My my sentiments when I sent that, hey, what are we doing? Uh, was to hang out. I wanted to hang out, and but you know, it just didn't. I work said out. I'm I'm happy to hang out, fire pit in the driveway. I need wood, food, and. Bourbon. I think yeah, that bourbon. might have been why I hesitated. <laughs> you, I were supposed to, you were supposed to bring, bring the three. You yeah. were supposed to bring sandwiches. <laughs> like even after a spider bite by quite possibly the most venomous spider spider in the history of planet Earth, Dan wanted me to bring him firewood again. Right? Yeah. And so Dan doesn't value my life at all. This is what I heard when Dan said, when "No, I'm it. helping you work through your fears." And there's no fear. I just. You know, I, I would have loved to seen you on film grabbing that firewood. Ah, shit. Oh, no. I, <laughs> Are you scared of it? No. I had every light on, kicked it a little bit first, <laughs> stood there for a second. Like, all right, here we go. Let's do this. All, all right. right. So my, my wife's education it medically and her specialty is actually wound care. And she wrote a paper. Here we go. It's not me writing a paper this time. She wrote a paper on one on the misdiag most misdiagnosed wounds there are, and studies find that spider bites are the most misdiagnosed wounds on the planet. Uh, and she did specifically brown recluse because everybody gets bit by a spider or something, and they get a little swelling. They uh, uh, the doctor says, "Oh, it's probably a brown recluse here. It'll be all right," and it's rarely. Even a spider bite, apparently. I don't know. I don't remember what the findings were. This was several years ago when she did that study, but I found that interesting that uh, you actually got bit by a spider. Yeah. Well, and maybe. Maybe. It could have been a snake. Or it seems a, to well, be I mean, the most logical explanation. I, I assure you, I had long sleeves on it. If it had been a snake, I'd have probably felt a snake going up my sleeve. <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't know. Them some bitches are snaky around here. And that night it was 50 degrees, which is... Not snake weather. Not snake weather. So. I get you. I guess. Hmm. Could have been another arachnid. It could have been a scorpion, because we do have scorpions around here. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, did you guys watch State of the Union? Uh no, I did not. No, I, yeah. honestly, I valued I my sanity and my TV because nope. I would have probably thrown a remote. Right. Nope. I played my game last night. Oh, that's good. That's terrific. I needed some. Uh, some escape time. I went to Applebee's. I invited you guys along, and y'all got me back for Saturday night, apparently. Um, <laughs> While well, I had dinner with the family. And but, but I was, then everybody he, he, went this Dan, way. I was yeah. good. I only had four beers. Dan, Dan four was. Giant beer. Right. Four-gallon-sized beers. Dan, Dan, well, I told you, Dan was hunkered down watching LeBron James break the record. Mm, mm. Then again, maybe I wasn't. Uh, I just don't really. Look, outside of the know. podcast, I don't really drink during the week. And February is the busiest month of the year work-wise for me, not not even close. And I, I was probably working till 7, 15, 7.30. So. I'm raising a puppy, so that takes up a lot of time. Yeah, dude. And it's definitely my puppy. Like when that puppy gets up at 1 o'clock in the morning. Go get your puppy. I'm the one that's getting up. There you go. That's kind of payback for 
for bringing asking him. forgiveness instead of permission. Right. <laughs> uh oh. No. Oh, what happened? What you do? There is a problem with uh, YouTube. Uh oh. Uh -oh. YouTube went owie. Well, not not for us. I mean, it looks like live stream's still on. Yeah, I see YouTube. But, but um, I'm on my end. I'm oh. going to grab the link to go to Twitter to share it. And um, there, I found it. There. Anyway. So, you know, if you don't realize, we actually do this in a driveway, and we do a lot of this stuff on the fly. We don't have an engineer behind the scenes. I'm technically the engineer sitting here. I've got a laptop and a soundboard and all this stuff in front of me. And we are also our own social media management company. We are managing our own <laughs> social media as we're doing the podcast. So we are multitasking, but we want to grow. And the only way we can do that is if you share the broadcast with your friends and family. Um, you know, in, in all reality, looking at our YouTube numbers, looking at our Twitter numbers and things like that, and even, and our Facebook engagement, we are absolutely shadow banned. There's no doubt in my mind, all of the data shows that we are based on the number of downloads we have of our audio cast, which is excellent. Um, but, but our video stuff and our social media stuff is most definitively shadow banned. So the only way we can get around that is if you comment on this live stream as we're doing it, you share this live stream, you react to it either via like, comment, or, uh, you know, whatever. Even if we piss you off, you know, engage with us here. Yeah, it's okay. Um, it's okay. If you have a difference of opinion, bring it up, man. Let us know. We regularly monitor the comment section, even though I... I'm iffy on whether I like managing the comment section. Sometimes I like it. Sometimes I don't. But. Twitter's down anyway, so I can't share it there. Yeah, I, that was weird. So we normally, just a little inside baseball to the show, we normally, whenever we get time, sit down, and when we see videos or articles that come up that would be interesting for us to talk about on that show, we have a little private direct message group in, in Twitter. Yep. And we send those to Wes, and Wes kind of pulls the video and incorporates them into the show. And uh, we sent a bunch for the last couple of days. I know Travis pretty much does it on a daily basis. I pretty much do it between noon and the time of the <laughs> <Right>. show. <laughs> and I pretty much look at it the day of the show. Which, because yeah. we, we've. The we hilarious part is because of that, Dan reshares some of the shit that we already. Yeah, yeah, you'll so. get you get multiple of the same one. Yeah, but today, I mean, today you did one like right after. I yeah, mean, it I, was like one on top, and then it wasn't an hour after that he shared that DeSantis clip that I shared earlier this morning. Right? Yeah, I'm like, man, I already got that out of the yeah. Fazoli's discussion. <laughs> there you go. Well, it is what it is. I see yeah. him as I roll through. I don't, I don't check to see what's been put up first before I, I do it. Right. Oh. And yeah. some because it ends up like what happens is Travis will you'll share something. And I'll click on the tweet, and then it'll be just, I'll lose an hour. Because that, I'll read the comments, and then all of a sudden, I'm in Twitter world for, for like an hour. Because Travis shares some some good shit. Yeah, I found I do that all the time. I uh, And that's the reason I don't, I'm not as active on Twitter as y'all are, is because, man, I'll get in a damn show hole, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, next thing I know, I'm responding to some lesbian in Oregon about something <laughs> stupid. I'm like... Really? You really thought that? That's, that's, it's, I don't know. I, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess at some point today, Twitter kind of went off the rails mm -hmm. 
So we couldn't message each other. I, I know I could retweet, but I couldn't quote tweet or reply. And I still can't up to this point. So I don't know what's going on with Twitter, but. Oh, it's back up. Is it back up? Yep. All right. Well, all those are saved in the draft, so I can go back. And now, here comes. And, this is going to be like right. Dan on the toilet in the morning and 97 memes coming. <laughs> yep. It's called going to come at one now, time. No, it's only two. It's only two. All right, so we're twelve minutes in. Let, let's. I mean, all right. Let's, let's talk about. That's twenty percent of the broadcast. Let's talk about the State of the Union before we talk about the State of the Union, <laughs> or not. Let's talk about the what the fuck of the week. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Which is uh, the Chattanooga something something trends thing. Here, here's a little video. I don't know if y'all can hear it. Looks like there is some audio in there. All right, so these uh, these are trans folks doing a thing for kids. It's it's Chattanooga Pride Week or something like that. Looks like they're dressed up as like Disney they princess are. characters. They absolutely are, except her. I don't know what he it. Uh, I don't know. But they're up there that. dancing provocatively. I mean, doing splits, showing panties to kids, um, and then coming up here in a minute. Oh god, the hell is that? That's that's Dan. <laughs> then again, maybe it's not. <laughs> if I tried to be a tranny that wouldn't be far off mm -mm. <laughs> what the hell is that but it, people bring their kids to to see this shit right and watch this this girl freaks out well i'd freak out too she's like get this thing away from me yeah huh? i'd be crying yeah but there's a spot in here where the guy and i've turned down the audio on the video itself so you got so it's not conflict and irritating people there's a kid, you know, kids naturally are, if somebody's dressed in colorful outfit or they're dressed as a Disney character or something like that, are naturally drawn to these people because they're colorful and they seem friendly and gay. And this dude, I mean, it goes up there and, it, and the kid's reaching up the, the person and the kid's innocent and doesn't know what it's doing. But it, it's like if a kid reaches for your crotch, your natural in inclinations just kind of gently push the kid's hand away. Yeah. Well, or most normal humans. Most yes. normal humans. Well, this guy was not Dre dressed well, as yeah. like a mermaid. Well, yeah, because that's so what had he that, and and so had like the the shiny sequin skirt fins, whatever the hell they were, mm -hmm. and the girls literally just rubbing up and down right on his crotch. So, yeah. And the and they're just. Standing there. So last week, DeSantis announced that he pulling the liquor license of some place in Orlando that did drag queen story hour for kids or whatever. Yeah, <clears throat> this is Tennessee. Like it, and and you know, talking about Twitter comments, I I was reading some Twitter comment under that, and it was the comment was, you know, I, I thought DeSantis was for parental rights and all that. You know, now he's shutting, you know, saying parents can't go to blah, blah, blah. Like, no, he just said you can't have alcohol, which is a huge portion of their profits and revenue. Right. So you can go. You're just you can not going to <laughs> be able to drink while your kids are up there being grand. Right. So I, I don't understand. The I don't understand Tennessee. I lived in Tennessee for a short period of time, and I'm not going to call out this town because it was the absolute racist, most racist place I've ever been in my life. I was sitting there talking to a neighbor. Guy sitting on a front porch, and this black dude walks up to him and says, hey, man, I just moved to town. Where do black folks hang out in this town? Dude literally looked that guy in the eye and said, and that, the ones that usually hang out hang out in that tree right there. 
That's how racist that town yeah. was. Yeah. And so I don't get the, the thing that happened at, at Vandy of, of last month with the with the with them offering to do the surgeries and this kind of stuff. I don't understand that Tennessee. Yeah, but, but That's it's, a Tennessee that I've never been to. But it's it's the same thing. It's like the Austin of, of Texas. Yeah, so Chattanooga is super Chattanooga is, is, yeah. I, I lived outside of Chattanooga. Yeah, Chattanooga and Asheville are the freaking. Well, I knew Asheville was craft beer hipster nonsense. Like it's which without the the tranny grooming, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, who right. cares? Yeah. yeah, enjoy your. I like craft beers. I mean, yeah, cool. But they're they're cesspools. Like people that these lefties go into these areas and just destroy them. Absolutely. Yeah, and. You know, the uh, after the whole Vanderbilt thing that we talked in, you know, for a long time about that one night. Yeah. The uh, Tennessee legislature passed a bill that basically shut the whole thing down and and Vanderbilt said they're repurposing the whole clinic. Right. And and that is the response that has to happen. It it, and the, the problem is we as liberty minded people are hesitant to levit the used government to leverage punitive damages against privately owned business, right? Because really, at the end of the day, we want government out of privately owned businesses. Yeah. I think, However, we're not in that place anymore. Yeah, we, we, gotta we use, were just not. We, like, we, if we don't use the tools at our disposal, we can't win. Yeah. Like, right. wh- wherever the, that happened in Chattanooga, their business license should be revoked yesterday. Well, I think a case for pedophilia can be made. And I agree. That's where I would agree with that. I don't think, but I also think that the community, where are the churches and stuff like this? Where are, where are the normal humans in stuff like this? Well, I I think the biggest problem with social media and why Elon buying Twitter, which if you're on Twitter and you're really following politics, you're dialed in, right? Yeah. But your average person on Facebook has no clue that this is going on in Chattanooga. No. Because if you live, like, if you don't live in this little center of Chattanooga where most of the nonsense goes on, you, you probably have no clue this even happened in Chattanooga. Yeah. Right. And if somebody put it on Facebook, it either gets, you, you'll never see it on your timeline, A, or B, it'll just get removed. You, so, like, I, I think, or Instagram's kind of the same way. So, I think that's the problem. The the other thing is, like, like for the churches, I, I mean, churches have to make a, a a conscious decision at some point of of who they're going to be okay are you either going to enable this culture which i would say most american churches have for 40 or 50 years or are you going to and, and it doesn't have to be political it, because it's not political it's good and good versus evil yeah yeah like I'm, I'm not saying go throw a maga hat on and go stand outside this bar no i'm just saying go do something you're the church you're supposed to be protecting right people you're supposed to be showing, like, if, Look, if you know, I draw. If these people were to have a training fest with adults, I, that's a non-issue for me. My problem is that there are kids involved right here. Somebody's daughter's up there on the stage rubbing that guy's crotch. Yes. See, for I, like thirty seconds. See, my problem with that with that statement that you just said is the inevitable conclusion is that. Th- these people have to get kids involved. There, there is, there's no, like it, it doesn't stop it. Look, I've been to drag shows. I got kicked out of a gay bar in Birmingham. Look, what used to happen on Sunday night was we went to this lesbian bar 
right? They did karaoke and had dollar Bud Lights. And then we went to the gay bar about three blocks away because they had dollar Coors Lights or something like that and a drag show. Yeah. Uh, I've been in there plenty of times. Mainly, for, let's be clear, for the dollar beers. That's why I was there. <laughs> Got kicked out. Caught everybody a cocksucker. <laughs> went, went back to apologize because I felt terrible. And I looked at the b- bouncer started laughing. He's like, hey, man, I'm just here to apologize. He's like, hey, dude, just for future reference, when you're in a gay bar screaming that everybody in the place is a cocksucker really doesn't have the oomph that you want it to. <laughs> hey, man, I get Facts. it. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, so... And and it, but but the inevitable conclusion that was twenty years ago. The e- inevitable conclusion is that these people have to force their lifestyle on you. They know there's something not wrong, and they're trying to normalize themselves in our culture. And so I, I used to say, ah, you know what? As long as I, and I still technically feel that way. I just don't know that we're there as a culture. And 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 well, the, it, it, the thing is, is I have no issue culturally shaming these individuals and drawing that line. Look, you're not going to talk to these kids and, and expose them to that. If they get 19, if once they're 18, if they're exposed to it, that's one thing, but you're not going to expose them until that point. We're not, we shouldn't be over sexualizing heterosexuality either at that, at, at any age, Agreed. you know? So I, I think it just like the anti-grooming law that went in effect, they're calling the anti-gay law. We we do need to so draw a line and say, look, you can't do this. And culturally, we have to back that up first, which is the problem. And, and having government come in and, and, and mandate it, that's that's a solution, yes, but it is not the solution. No, well, and, the, and the, I agree. The, the problem, problem because because if if even if government outlaws it, just like if they outlaw guns. Mm-hmm. These people are going to do it, and they're going to do it behind closed doors, which is even worse. Yeah. The, so, the problem is, is that our society isn't doing that. Right. That's that the is issue. the problem. It is a sociological or cultural problem in morality. So by not doing anything about it, we are we're empowering it. We're allowing it to happen. We're saying it's okay. Well, what's the argument? Always well, well. Silence is consent. No, no, no. no. I'm talking about against the anti-grooming laws. Well, you're not opposed to having two heterosexual people kiss on on a kid's TV show. Well, no, because, you know, that's how you perpetuate the species, number one. And, and, you know. Well, there's a difference between, you know, a wife kissing a husband on a TV show than a wife grabbing the husband's crotch. Right. It's not the same thing. It's you're not. That's not sexualizing the but situation that's their argument that's their affection argument. and sexuality can be separated all right we we beat the pedophilia th- horse right. let's uh let's get on to the state of the union a little bit just, that's just an, i know that's a hot that is definitely a hot, bus, hot button bus. issue for all of us but we have a tendency once we get get on the road well that's well that we, you know, when, we do, when i though. see stuff like that i and and um, real quick <laughs> excuse me is I heard a, a a long interview with the founder of Moms for Liberty, right? And it is like the fastest grassroots group this nation's probably ever seen. I mean, they have like they started two years ago, have like three hundred chapters, right? We have a local chapter, and it's great. And I listened to that whole interview, and I was like, man, they're doing great work. And then I stopped and thought, man, I really wish that Moms for Liberty in the next few years becomes a, a, a sandwich making group because 
dads for liberty that 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 the moms for liberty are just there to support them mm-hmm. that that's it like and, and they don't have to go fight these fights because the men in our culture have said yo th- enough of this shit right and yeah. and that the moms for liberty is there to be sure the dads it. aren't out of control sure and, and looking to just beat the hell out of everybody and maybe provide refreshments there you go well i yeah absolutely i i mean i and dads need to step up they absolutely do need to step up, and you know maybe we need to start start the Dads for Liberty right here in Walton County. We uh, we'll talk about that off there. Hi, Mary. Yep, Mary Howard's listening. Hi, Mary. Um, but so uh, did y'all watch the State of the Union? I I, I didn't. We no, n- I don't. I, none of us did, but we obviously uh, caught highlights. Uh, yeah, from our favorite uh, um, content providers. Um, and there's definitely some interesting stuff. I think Mary described it well, the state of confusion. Yeah. Because any, anytime Joe Biden says anything longer than three words, yeah, it's confusing. Look, I, I know a lot of people that, that, that believe what we do and vote like we do didn't like the speech. However, I had to pay an art and entertainment fee at lunch today. And what Joe Biden said about these junk fees, I was like, I just looked at him, I was like, hey, Joe Biden's coming for y'all because it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty poignant. Yeah, that was. That was. Now, look, I, in all honesty, I agree with what he said. Why the hell is that coming up in the State of the Union? Mm. Junk fees, really? Anyways, I just, I'm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, but, yeah. So uh, let's uh, let's watch a little little snippet here of uh, Joe Biden's talking about inflation a little bit. Oh, crap. And um, let me know when you're ready. Yeah, we got to sync it up because we're doing the audio cast at the same time. Yeah, we can't. And we again, can't we need- hear the video. We need to upgrade technology. So yeah, Patreon.com driveway uh, forward slash driveway. I don't think I have that one. Or you can you get one of those uh, Liberty businesses that you're um that you're nominating to uh to become a sponsor yeah that'd be pretty cool too so uh here's a little video from last night uh we're gonna let it play and then we'll come back and talk about it instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share some republicans some republicans want medicare and social security to sunset i'm not saying it's a majority let me give you anybody who doubts it contact my office I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. Well, I'm glad to see you. No, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. You know, it means if, if Congress doesn't keep the programs the way they are, they'd go away. Other Republicans say, I'm not saying it's a majority of you. I don't even think it's even a significant. But it's being proposed by individuals. I'm not politely not naming them, but it's being proposed by some of you. Look, folks, the idea is that we're not going to be we're, we're not going to be moved into being threatened to default on the debt if we don't respond, folks. Mike Lee, Mike Lee, what the hell are you talking about? And then Kamala standing up there, like a just seal clapping, clapping seal. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, so I, I that I don't know that I've ever seen that in a state of the union where where they actually just st- yelling liar and and stuff of that nature, which is absolutely what he is. 
Matter of fact, I saw a clip last night. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I saw a clip on Twitter and I shared it. And I'm like, does this guy even believe his own bullshit? I mean, it's it it's complete and utter bullshit. And and I saw, <coughs> excuse me, some stats that they posted pre-State of the Union about how he's going to talk about inflation's under control, it's coming down, blah, 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 blah. Well, the some bitch ain't bought a fucking single egg recently or cereal or chips or anything else. I mean, if if inflation's coming down, it's not coming down on shit we actually buy. Well, because it went from like 10 or 11% to six and a half. It's yeah. still Dude, inflation. I I, well, and it, was, it wasn't a single policy that Joe Biden did. Nothing. No, the... Inflation reduction. Act the the interest the rates on the large purchase I made last week v- versus the large purchase I made for myself the year prior, yeah, was significant. I mean, it's like four yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. And when I'm like, I'm talking to the guy, I'm like, man, come on, like I, I and he's like, sorry, dude, that's the rates. Uh, Mary just sent me a message and said there's a lot of buffering on the uh... Facebook. Yeah. So, she said I'm not she having that issue. I know uh, it's probably it may be her internet where she's at or or something along those lines. So yeah, my phone's cruising. I haven't got the Facebook feed up. So, well, to to your point, Wes, the I've I've said this a few times. I, somebody said it, and I kind of stole it from them that the Democrat politicians are not stupid, and they're lying. Because they know their voters are stupid. Well, it's not only that, but they also know that media. I looked. Um, all right. So when I was looking for an image and on our YouTube page, uh, you have to you create an image for the cast for before you upload it. So it's like an icon for the particular cast. So I went out looking because we all know Joe Biden's fucked up in the head. He's old. He's got dementia, whatever. And maybe he's done some crack with Hunter. Who knows? But there's some insane people out there that think he's the best president ever. Dude, I did a Google search and a DuckDuckGo search. And that image that I've got on YouTube right now is the craziest image that I could find of Joe Biden. And you know you've seen some crazy-ass faces from Yeah, because they keep it from you. <laughs> but the, you just put in Trump and do an image search, and like the first 40 are him looking crazy. Mm-hmm. That if that alone just shows you how slanted the media and big tech is against conservative politics. So Joe Biden can get up there and say his asshole's blue. And that's fact, according to the liberal news. Sure. You know, and it may very well be. I don't know. I was about to say, I, <laughs> but do you I'm have personal saying, knowledge that it's no, not? No, I, I, I don't. I don't. But you I'm just saying. You sounded really confident that it was. <laughs> I'm just trying to. I, that was off the fly. <laughs> I was trying to think of the craziest thing I could think of. On the fly, off yeah, the cuff. Yeah, yeah, off the cuff. <laughs> off the fly. But, you know, he could get up there and make make a claim that he, you know, he's he has superpowers. Well, let's let's and, talk about some of well, his claims. Well, did you guys see the report? That it's 6.32 in time for beer reviews? I did. Matter of fact, I was just thinking that. <laughs> so I'll go All first. Right, so we'll the, you, got, you, got a, oh. you got a clock on your laptop right now and yeah. your phone. You can clearly track the time. And if you're watching the the, the cast, it's got the time in there as well. I'm going to go first. I actually had planned to drink a really nice beverage tonight and come do a quality beer review. But last night I had three or four beers at Applebee's. 
Um, and you know, only three or four. Let me just clarify. Three or four of the gigantic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Who's those? Were, like forty-eight ounces. Or something. Like forty-eight ounces each. The months. old ninety-sixers. Right. Yeah. Three <laughs> of the old ninety-sixers. But I had I had a significant number of those, and I figured it was best since I hadn't eaten since about ten this morning to not drink anything heavy. So I'm drinking Miller Lite. But I am drinking out of my sugar cane Jane. Yeah. Shouts to sugar cane Jane. Um, koozie that i purchased from their show aren't they, aren't they back over here sometimes they will be back over here in the next couple of weeks we're actually going to try to get them in a the driveway all right awesome nice. so i missed you, the last one i would if, like oh uh, yeah well that, was that when Facebook you died was that when you died the first time you missed i was not interview. on the the interview really oh yeah. i don't i, I, I was not i think it. i think that was when dan died the first time yeah that but was, i that was his facebook seventh time getting covid yeah. with is it uh is it savannah savannah lee yeah yeah i'm facebook friends with savannah and her and i have kind of thrown some posts back and forth and comments and stuff yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah i feel I, like i know them already they are and sweet i've never people. met them. Uh, it, uh, fun fact i am writing music right now to record an actual album and then rather than doing it in my living room like i have the last seven songs i've released i'm actually going over to their studio admiral bean studio and I'm going to go record these songs and have them professionally done. Nice. Instead of being able to hear my dogs scratching in the background. <laughs> Adds kind of a ambiance. Yeah, yeah. right. It does. I mean, you know, um, but I'm, I'm going to go over. They, uh, Anthony of Sugarcane Jane has invited me over and, and, and I'm, I'm really excited about it. We're also really excited about having them in the driveway and i own 487 koozies and this has got really not just because it's sugarcane jane and they invited me to come record in their studio but this is the coolest i mean it looks like a old potato sack and i mean it's really cool man mm -hmm. it's groovy i like it Very nice mm. dan what you got uh i am drinking oh the fair hope amber that's fair a real hope good amber one. yeah that is excellent a excellent beer fair that is an excellent alabama beer. Uh, i went to the store yesterday and uh as i've been doing lately i bought two six packs one for one show and one for the other so i haven't had i've i've had this beer many times in the past but i haven't had it in a while and i'm like i feel like a good amber because i can't drink fat tire anymore because they're communist so i went with the uh fairhope alabama boys and uh there you go and uh fairhope amber it's delicious it's probably one of my favorite ambers yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Well, I am still reeling from large purchase and mortgage and all kinds of other stuff. Right. And then Saturday. And I, made, I made him buy me bourbon. Yeah. I feel well, bad. I had bourbon in the house. Oh, all right. Did I we drink that whole bottle? No, no. I got it oh, in the count. Okay, cool. so we only drank half of it. Yeah. All right. It's not even that bad. But anyways, but I also bought. We drank the rest of the apple pie. Uh, moonshot. Moonshot. That's right. That's what That's, put the hurt yeah. in. Yeah. That's why my head <laughs> felt the way it did. Anyways, I, I had bought a, some beers, and uh, because I knew I had plenty left, because we finished a moonshine and the uh, and drank half a bottle of whiskey <laughs> after having quite a few beverages. Without before that. Wes, without Wes, right. by the way. Yeah, I was napping. So <laughs> uh, I had overachieved. We had no sandwiches. Yeah, no yeah. sandwich. I wasn't making a. It's damn a disappointing sandwich. night. Even if I'd have showed up, let me let me just be perfectly clear. <laughs> I would not have brought sandwiches. Just so you know. So it may be a good thing that I didn't come. Anyways, so 
I had a bunch of Miller Lights left over, so that's what I'm drinking. Nice. Nice. I don't know exactly how many. I, I couldn't have drank that many because we were drinking whiskey and moonshine. And It's the one beer that you can put in my fridge that I won't take. And I actually had started the day. My wife, for some reason, was like, hey, don't we have a bottle of red wine in there? I'm like, well, yeah, but I won that at a Christmas party like Dirty Santa. Like, that's, right? that's my wine. <laughs> then she changed it up to be like, well, do you want some red wine? I'm like, well, I mean, maybe not right now, but that's my bottle. Right. Anyways, we ended up drinking that bottle of wine. <laughs> right. Not right now, but if you're going to drink it all, then all yeah, right, I right. guess I'm going to have some. And then went to a place in Destin, uh, named after, actually named, that, the, the, the first name is this beer, um, and it's an ale house. And uh, had some beers there and then ended up over here. Well, we were, I was having a good old time by the time we got by the time I got here. Nice. So. Well, I hate I missed it. I really do. I was uh, I was catching that nap. All right. So, Dan, what was the point you were making? Well, I was going to kind of go into some of the uh, insanity that came well, out I hate of I missed it. I really- Joe Ooh. Biden's mouth. So, first of all, let's start with um, his first screw-up, which started right at the beginning, where he called Chuck Schumer the, the minority. <laughs> Senate minority leader. And he's been the majority leader yes, for a, a long time. Yeah. Uh-huh. So since the first two he, years of is Trump's- Is it because maybe so f- Schumer's Jewish and he was calling him the leader, but he's a minority and also a leader? I just think Joe Biden's <laughs> brain is mud. A special shout out to Kat that's watching us on YouTube. Hey, Kat. One of our big Patreon supporters. Oh, on and, YouTube? All yeah, right. she's watching us on YouTube. So, um, yeah. So that was one. So then you roll into some of the just either lies or manipulation of data. Mm-hmm. So where he says more jobs created in two years than any other president. Okay, well, if you're looking at pure numbers – and you're just looking at a certain period of time, it looks like that. Wait, because wait, 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 wait. Let me, let's, in 2020, who creates jobs? It's not well, government. Listen, I, I get Unless that. Unless they're federal jobs. Well, there's been a lot of those. Yeah. No, the I 87,000 IRS agents. Is I, a lot well, of jobs, that's yes. part of the point. Yeah. Number one is, first, yeah, so to your point, the president doesn't create any jobs. No, he doesn't. No. Except for 87,000 irs jobs you know what the president does create fucking headaches that's and, what that's what he creates and this, he eliminates jobs based on his policies right he can so just let's just look at that so 12 million new jobs so literally none of these jobs are new it's just people who went back to work factories started back up after covid and in those two years that he's been president it should have been an immense boom for our economy mm-hmm. because we shut it off they shut it off right during covid and then you turned it back on and literally because of the shitty job he's done it, it's been a trickle up <laughs> as opposed to just an insane explosion of what it should have been right, right. so there's some bullshit but th- this is typical democrat crap yep so do we want to hear the real state of the union from Trump? 
Well, Trump's version. Yeah, Trump's version of the State of Union. He calls it the real one. So <laughs> let's uh, let's. Are, we, are you ready over there? No, Trump? I'm not. All right, sorry, dude. <laughs> I'm trying to. I mean, we're already at 40 minutes, so I'm trying to push this along a little bit. Let me know when you're ready. All right, got it. All right, here we go. And here's yeah. the real State of the Union. Over the past two years, under Biden, millions and millions of illegal aliens from 160 different countries have stormed across our southern border. Drug cartels are now raking in billions of dollars from smuggling poison to kill our people and to kill our children. Savage killers, rapists, and violent criminals are being released from jail to continue their crime wave. And under Biden, the murder rate has reached the highest in the history of our country. Biden and the radical Democrats have wasted trillions of dollars and caused the worst inflation in half a century. Real wages are down 21 months in a row. Gas prices have soared and are now going up much higher than even before. And the typical American family is paying $2,200 in increased energy and food costs each year. Joe Biden's weaponized Justice Department, and I'm a victim of it, is persecuting his political opponents. His administration is waging war on free speech. They're trying to indoctrinate and mutilate our children. He's leading us to the brink of World War III. And on top of all of that, he's the most corrupt president in American history, and it's not even close. But the good news is we are going to reverse every single crisis, calamity, and disaster that Joe Biden has created. I am running for president to end the destruction of our country and to complete the unfinished business of making America great again. We will make our country better than ever before, and we will always put America first. Thank you. So, uh, there you go. I mean, you know, it's... Uh, so, so that's good Trump. That is good Trump. Yeah. And Trump not bashing other Republicans. Or- and, well, and I, I sent you guys the clip of Trump. I mean, it was like, I don't know, like eight, ten minutes of him talking about, like, we're going to end the transgender stuff and all that. And I'm Bless like, you. okay, this is good Trump. Like, it, it just, like, Sarah Sanders had a great response to it. Like, that's a good response. You know, I mean, it... Sorry. <laughs> look. 20 i don't think it's like 20 or 25 people have been caught at the border smuggling eggs we have people smuggling eggs it's probably not a bad business right now for being honest no it's a great business plan but that's the state of our economy we have people smuggling eggs that's the contraband they're finding at the border according to biden the economy has never been stronger it's fantastic because of his economic policies. I'm not sure it's about working what, for all Americans. I'm not sure about He's what trying measure. He's to segue into a border discussion, so go ahead. Oh, let, I'm let, not. Oh, you're oh, not. No, I was just making I thought we point. were going to talk about the fentanyl accusations. I mean, we, well, you we mentioned, can, sure. Sarah, her, her rebuttal. Well, well, we'll get to that clip, Donald's, in a few minutes. But we'll. Go. But there's one line in there I wanted to, to, to shout out. What? Sarah Huckabee Sanders said, the dividing line in America is no longer between the right or the left. The choice is between normal or crazy. And that is dead fucking on. She's not wrong. These people are insane. Well, and I thought Sanders did a good job uh, of messaging to throwing some red meat to the base, the folks that are 
you know, like, like us, but yeah. also talking to, look, I have started to filter everything through what I think a suburban wine mom wants to hear. Well, because that's that, been the difference. Well, that's the only swing vote left yeah. in this country. Currently. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it really is, is trending that way. It's the brunch crowd. Yeah. Yeah. There's people that use brunch as a verb. Yep. And so I, I am, I'm always curious about how they will react to stuff like that. And what Sanders had enough to where it was red meat to us, but it wasn't going to scare anybody off. Right. Like I, you, you, to me, I think we throw out the term woke and leftist and all this stuff a little too much when we're trying to talk to just normal folks. Most normal folks don't really, they're, they're not, what do you mean leftist? Well, well like, so I, I thought that was good for a response. You, right. You, you all right, Dan? Gotta get another. All right. I, so I, I, I think that was a new. I, I, I need, I want to point out. All right. So the first live stream we did, he's standing here like this. He doesn't know what to do. He's posing. He's sitting up till his back hurts. Relax pose. And he's got to, and then he goes in a relaxed pose. Now he's just like, going off camera look i i it's been, it's been more than i'm just not even i don't even pay attention to the it, camera it that's look, the way you have look, to do it more that's than more I'm than once dan has nose humped the microphone right yeah. i believe that's the first time somebody has armpit humped the microphone <laughs> right so right uh, but uh let's go ahead look, we'll play the donald clip uh, all right of byron donald's because uh it's not really the fentanyl i want to talk about but i do think that is a good point well, I, I've, that's how I got it labeled. So that's fine. That, that was just yeah, be, Well, the fentanyl is to talk about there's something else in this clip that I want to point out that I think is very important. All right. You All ready? right, you ready? Mm -hmm. And go. Knowledge that fentanyl trafficking is a problem, but do you think it's appropriate to blame the put the entire thing on President Biden and say it's your fault in front of a father who lost his daughter to that? If trafficking of fentanyl is up because of the president's changes, it is his fault. Who are we going to blame? Are you going to blame members of Congress? You, are you going to blame? Are you going to blame the father? You're not going to do that. The president made unilateral changes. The drug cartels have operational control with respect to drug trafficking because of the president has weakened our border agents' hands. Those are the facts. Don't I think blaming the entire fentanyl crisis on Biden is a stretch, but I'll move on. Uh, so sorry about the baby uh, image. I didn't, uh, you know, I put the show together like 30 minutes before we actually do the show and I didn't enlarge that but hopefully you heard it so it wasn't much to see what what, what donald's is saying is correct like it, it's joe biden's policies and and he's right and i would love to be able to point the finger at congress because we actually had functional con congression yeah people that are voting on what our border policies are going to be yep. because then i think people would be more inclined to care about who their congressman is but that's just not the case you, you get in and you single like it's like like you said like you're you, you single-handedly making border policies you, you if you're the president you make our border policy that's it period in a story like that's just dumb right not sustainable as a country it's not it's absolutely not and and the thing is is what caught me was that end statement that she said at the end what was her what was her exact phrase? Well, I don't think you can point your fingers at him. But I, 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 right, you I can't blame it all on Joe Biden, but yeah, yeah, and 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 that well, he, he he's certainly not done anything to 
help the situation. Hey, we heard my orcas say that they're getting 300 new border agents. Yeah. On a dock in Miami Beach. That's just so they can <laughs> steal your eggs as you're trying to smuggle them across. Right. So, to me, though, in that clip was how, I would, if if we played it again, which we, we don't have to, if you hear how she framed the question, okay, she framed it as the, the first part of it was, well, how could you blame all of this on Biden? Actually, the way she framed it is you can't blame all this on Biden, right. can you? That is an attorney trick. That's a right. Socratic method is what that is. Okay, but then the last phrase she said was, especially in front of a dad who lost someone to fentanyl. So what? So she she did the lawyer thing, how she framed it, right? And then she tries to go directly at your emotions to get you to back off. Mm-hmm. That is how the left operates. Yes, if, absolutely. If, if they think you have a soft spot, and look, I don't want anybody to die from fentanyl. No, okay. I hate that that dude not. had to. Well, if my daughter had died from fentanyl, I'd be damn sure I wouldn't be the state of the union as a guest of Joe Biden. No, absolutely. I assure you. But but that was that that's their tactic right there. Mm-hmm. They ask you this question. Well, you can't possibly prove that it's and, and Donald's does that, but he doesn't even hesitate on the on the well. You know, it, it's terrible that he had to be there. Like they're trying to get you off of the actual point and get to your emotion and pull at your heartstrings so that you won't fight them. Well, out. it's like we were talking about a couple of weeks ago. It, you know, anytime they want to make an argument or they want to impact something in their favor, it's well, you can't do this to the kids. It's all about the kids. And and that but that's that's exactly what you're saying. That is what they do is they play on your emotions and they get you worried about feels. Now I'm yes. not going to describe I got in a debate with one of the bandmates earlier this week on on a marketing tactic that I was using for the band. And he was up in arms. Dude was absolutely yelling at me and 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 just like All right, for one, my first question to him is, okay, you're arguing from a point of emotion because you feel this way. And he kept saying that, I feel this, I feel this, I feel this. And I'm like, dude, I'm not arguing from emotion. I'm arguing about what works marketing-wise. And this works, and it's proven to work, and it's it's not my opinion. You're arguing from a feeling. Yeah. Just because you disagree with this or you didn't find it humorous, and it was a use of humor in the marketing. Um, you just because you don't think it's a joke doesn't make it not a joke, right? Well, so, the th- think about all the 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 trans stuff we've heard. Well, if you don't let these kids transition and get puberty blockers, they're going to kill themselves. Sure, that all all that is a, a emotion. There's no facts behind it. It's feelings and all that. And and there's too many times I think as as com- uh, compassionate folks. As good Christian folks, oh, well, you know, Jesus, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. Jesus was a refugee. Like, shut the hell up with that. Or Jesus was for feeding the poor. Yeah. But he wasn't for making government feed the poor. Right. Well, the, the issue with that is the, the suicide rate is like in the 40s because they're mentally ill. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with people having issues with their lifestyle it's there's something wrong with the chemicals in their brain right right but that's that's never their point they're never arguing no logic or they're never arguing facts no logic is off the table it's always you know you you can't you can't put all this blame on joe biden can you especially in front of a dad who lost his daughter to fentanyl fuck you yes yes and and look what literally and, and i thought donald's handled it perfectly if he's in line to be the florida governor i'll take that however 
what he said, you know, he, he starts to answer the question and then he says, well, you can't blame Congress. You can't blame that dad. Right. And just throws it right back in her face to the point she had no rebuttal outside of, well, basically her last, her last sentence there was, well, we don't, I don't agree or whatever she said. What, what she was really saying was I have nothing to rebut what you just said because you took away the feelings angle and you took away the logic angle. And so I'm going to move this conversation on because there's no way I, I look good in this. Yes. Right? Yes. Like that that 34-second clip was a master class on how to handle these people. And when you, you trans, transition back to the State of the Union where Biden was talking about the border, he, he when he was introduced to fentanyl people, etc., he said, if Congress will pass my new border plan, we won't have these issues. Right. You know what his new border plan is? To grant legal status to illegal border crossers from Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, and Venezuela. Oh, shocker. How the fuck is that going to fix the fentanyl problem? You're literally going to make it worse. Yeah, but that... It's it's insane. You're, you're, his border policy, and I, I guess this is what Kamala's been doing, because apparently she's in charge of the border. <laughs> right. This literally emboldens cartels from some of the worst part yeah, which is the point so oh yeah i mean that that's the they point. don't want to stop it yeah no 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 Bi- biden in no way shape yeah he wants to they give, want to destroy america well he 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 wants to give those people citizenship because the four of those are very left-leaning countries right? yes so if but at the same people- time you're, he's trying to break down the fabric of america so that we have no choice but become a part of this global right group well and, he doesn't and- want america to be great anymore or to be the leaders, he just wants to fall in line with the. I've said it many times: the European Union type global government. So what the what I think the biggest, you know, part of that is is that like, oh, you're you're anti refugee, you're anti this, or like, okay, look, I, the xenophobe my, bullshit doesn't fly. My my in laws, uh, you know, uh, operate and are the founders of a nonprofit, uh, faith based nonprofit in Atlanta. Where they help refugees, and they have for twenty years since the Kosovo War. They for so they're like, and they're helping people integrate into our society. They teach cooking classes. They help get the kids in school. They help get them on the government programs that they you know qualify for, whether we like that or not, right? But yeah, but but it is what it is. They they help them get their water turned on. How do you pay your rent? Hey, we got to get you a job. You know, all these different things, and and so you know when people when I when I talk about. You know, with my in-laws and i'm like hey look i'm i'm not anti-refugee i'm not anti-anything right i i if if somebody has a, a sincere like the uh translators the afghan translators yeah we should have shipped all them out first and they deserve a place in our country they earned that spot sure however a, a bunch of central americans just coming up because it's better here and living in 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 squalor what we would consider squalor in america is a million times better than living oh, yeah. in any country absolutely. in central america absolutely no no no. that's not enough to just let these people in our no, country no 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 and and my my big hang up it, 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 even with the libertarian party on this because they think there should be open party open borders you should be able to move freely throughout the world but my big hang up is all right right now in place there are laws that prohibit you there there are laws that that dictate how you should come to this country legally and if you are willing to break those laws to enter the country 
what other laws are you willing to break once you're here? But there's also nothing in our asylum laws that have anything to do with economics. You can't become an asylum seeker because you can't find a job in your country. Right. That's not part of That's the not asylum. asylum. If you're it's... politically oppressed, if you're in danger of political violence, those are, are right. the asylum laws that are in place for us to be able to Look, safe harbor for the U.S. We we right. listen to your case and then make a decision. This mm -hmm. is their argument is it's all economics. Look, if you were like, if you think back to some of the great empires throughout history, you know, we and, and Genghis Khan even to a certain extent would go and take over a place. And there's sometimes he would kill literally everybody. Right. Mm -hmm. But he was very well known for, oh, you're the engineers or you're the, like, you're the blacksmiths. OK, well, well, I now have more land. I need more tools. Right. Sure. OK, I'm not going to kill the blacksmiths. And oh, you're the engineers. Cool. Here, here's what I and and. And, and I don't like, maybe that's a bad analogy, but Hey, if you're in Nicaragua and you're a plumber and Hey, we need plumbers. Okay, cool. Like, Hey, all right. We, you, you, you can come here on a five-year visa you're right? Or, or something. And like those laws are in place, right? We're you know not talking about you sneaking across the border. And then if you get caught saying I'm oppressed economically, no, I, they, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, we, we played the Trump thing and you were talking about good trump well bad trump has been attacking other republicans and one of the republicans he's attacked has been one of our favorite republicans ron DeSantis, heavy, he heavy d so uh you know we we shared that that latest attack a day before yesterday in our group and, and my yeah. comment was man i'm really curious to see how ron DeSantis responds to that well, here's how he responded. Are you ready? Yep. And go. So here's what I would say about all that. I get, I get, I get you guys want the controversy. How would your proposed legislation against defamation address those posts that could be considered damaging? Well, if you think when we did the defamation panel yesterday, I made the point, look, I have a platform. It's different for me because I can fight back and people just know I face – uh, defamatory stuff every single day I've been governor. That's just the nature of it. But I have a platform to fight back. A lot of these other people that are more little, they don't necessarily have a platform uh, to fight back. And so in terms of our reforms, I really want to empower them more so than people that occupy high positions like me. It just goes with the territory. you got to have a thick skin. It's also just practically speaking – uh, I would not take time out of being governor to be fighting lawsuits. It's just not, not practical in terms of what we're doing. And I'd also just say this. I spend my time delivering results for the people of Florida and fighting against Joe Biden. That's how I spend my time. I don't spend my time trying to smear other Republicans. So, I mean, this is some kung fu freaking. That is some ninja level <laughs> response there. You know, um, I mean, we, we're highly critical of other Republicans on this show. Um, are we yeah, smear? We're, we're, we're not smearing. We're, we're critical about policies, right? And vote yeah, rec we're, voting. We're not. Record. We're not, we're not attacking them personally. Right. We're not finding some random blurred out photo from 25 years ago and start trying to claim some shit, right? Like he called him a groomer. That's exactly what he called. Like him. what kind of 
what kind of stupid bullshit is that? So let's just say this is all reality. So you've this is when he was a, a teacher. Right. I think he spent one or two years teaching. Right. And he was like 20. So my wife even says, listen, Ron DeSantis, back in his naval days and his 20s, he, he was hot as hell. That's what my, what my wife describes. So when you have high school seniors hot for teacher, that's fucking normal. I mean, right. there's, it's, there's no grooming involved. He's like, what's he turning, turning them heterosexual? I mean, it's not like he's out banging high school chicks. If he did, that would have been a part of it. It's obviously it if, wasn't. If, if they could have proven that any of those girls in those pictures he could that he had sexual relations with, Whoa. it would have been it come out. Hell yeah! Look what they did to Kavanaugh. I mean, yeah. it would have it, it would have already come out yeah. before he ran. Gillum would have it would have came out in the Gillum. Absolutely. Race. Yes. Absolutely. So, so it's it's basically grasping at straws, trying to find something because there was a picture of him. Look, man, but tr- I, Trump well, can't be anybody but Trump. Like, well, he's my my, old my favorite thing is like, okay, Trump, is it? Do you really want we, we want to bring up sexual past? I, I that's the first thing. It's like, dude, you're literally you literally bang anything and then brag about it, right? And now you're criticizing somebody else for doing one billionth of what you've done. Yeah, in I your just, career, it's it's absurd. I absolutely absurd. And and the the so the, everything I've seen and read is is the expectation is that after the legislative session in June, that DeSantis will announce that's to run what I've for heard, the president. Yeah. Okay. I mean, good. Let it let like but, he, this but, is. But Trump is campaigning for him. Yeah, like I, absolutely. I, look, I, I'm gonna put my tinfoil hat on for a second, and I almost think at this point Trump is trying to get DeSantis to win. I, I really I, there there can't be that many other like are are the the people in his inner circle and inner orbit that freaking dumb? Well, when one of your candidates that you've handpicked to run in Georgia for senator, his campaign says. I don't really want you up here. That tells you something. Mm. Yeah, but it, it doesn't affect Trump. No, it doesn't. He affect doesn't Trump. learn from these things. He uh-huh. is who he is, and he's going to do what he does. Trump's going Trump. Yeah, and when 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 somebody doesn't have a record, it's different attacking DeSantis because of his record than it was attacking Jeb Bush. Sure. Or. Sure. Or Ted Cruz, who was relatively young in the Senate at that time. It's a different world attacking them than attacking the single most popular Republican in the United States. The single most effective Republican, quite possibly, maybe Ron Paul, but for different reasons, like the most effective Republican. Like ever? Maybe ever. ever. Quite possibly Our lifetime. I mean, people would argue Abraham Lincoln was pretty effective. But, you know. I disagree. But Yeah, there's some issues there. But. but but I, I, I replied to a tweet that, that there's these Trump bots on Twitter and they just keep taking these random shots at DeSantis, like calling him a rhino. And somebody had quote tweeted it and I just commented and I said, you know, I would consider him a rhino, but only because he's actually effective, unlike every other member of the GOP. That's the yeah. only ra- reason I would well, call him Nikki a rhino. But Freed put out a tweet, tweet this morning. It's just like, and I still follow her. I don't know why. Yeah. But she's like, uh, it's like hey, guys, y'all, y'all just step back and let DeSantis and Trump go at it. That's what she said. Yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah, but I'm that's like, not going to uh, help Democrats. 
It's just going to help DeSantis. Right. Yeah. But but see, like the Trump video that we haven't played about the trans stuff is that came out like two days after, uh, what was it DeSantis announced? I've, it was something big, like in regards to, uh, oh, it was the university stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so if, if whatever take take the personal stuff out of it if if these two are forcing each other to a better and better and better and better policy position we should all be begging for that yeah sure because I, what like what why uh greg abbott in texas you know we've said that on here many times he always does what DeSantis does just two months later right because yeah. he sees the political wins yeah okay and so he's forced into a position because of <coughs> the stuff that Ron DeSantis has done. Right. So if these two are forcing each other into better and better and better and better policy positions, we should openly beg for that. Well, how many times have you heard people say literally Ron DeSantis is writing the script for Republicans to follow? Yes. Yeah, absolutely is. Do yeah. it. It works. I mean, he won by 20, almost 20%. Right, the parental, in Florida, the the parental rights bill. I think there's been four or five other states that have started to implement something like that this year. I mean, Oklahoma's doing a great job. They, mm -hmm. you know, they had a huge insurrection at their capital uh, that they somehow lived through. You know, and 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 it is forcing people to go do the right thing because if I have a Republican governor, I I now have a foil. I look and say. Hey, why the hell aren't you doing this? Right. And and Texas and Florida are the two largest red states. Yes. And you've got a governor of Texas who declared a fucking invasion and has done nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 He was gonna. He was gonna build the wall, finish the wall. Right. Well, hey yeah. guys, we're uh, we're we're a bit over, a little bit over, not not too crazy, but uh, you know what? It's been a good cast. I think. Uh, hopefully, everybody that's been watching. I thought uh, Dan's beer review was weak, but other than that, we're good. Yeah, good. it was kind of on the week. So. <laughs> the two fucking guys drinking Miller Lite every week. Hey, hey, oh, almost, I haven't reviewed Miller Lite in a long week. time. Almost hey, every week. Hey. I haven't reviewed Miller Lite in a long time. <laughs> hey, but you got to admit, my Miller Lite reviews are, are phenomenal. Dude, they're on point. Right. Thank you. <laughs> so, hey, guys, uh, we want to give a shout out. Let me pull up the notes here if I can find them. Shit. Um, we uh we ha right now we have a we're trying to find the most liberty minded business and the most liberty minded individuals on the planet. And I want to give a shout out. We've had some nominations already for for business. We've got Keith O'Leary of the Old Florida Fish House, Old Florida Fish House right here in Walton County. Keto uh, McKenna of Lilicues and Curtis Spagnola of Chicago Dogs have all been nominated. This is not a contest just for Walton County, Florida. This is a contest for the entire United States. So if you know of a liberty-minded business, you know a liberty-minded business operator, be sure to go to thedrivewaylibertypodcast.com forward slash nominate to nominate your favorite liberty-minded business. You can also nominate uh, your uh, favorite uh, liberty-minded individual. Right now, we only have two nominations. They are Liam Heller and Madison Ferguson. So uh, be sure to do that, and also share the cast, man. You know, we I nominate Dr. John Ward. 
Well, you need to go to the nomination form and That's fill a it good out nomination. because we got mentioned in the in a hit piece by Media Matters. We How need to talk about that in our media matters. The, what we're calling the audio cast. Yeah, audio the audio cast. cast. Audio we'll audio talk cast. about that in yeah. our audio cast. Our evergreen yeah. audio cast. I, right? I, I was a little disappointed in the hit piece because they didn't come after us directly, but whatever. It, it was good Sp- enough. They called good you. Of, I think it was your question, right? They yeah. called you host. Yes. Speaking <laughs> of Doctor John Ward, he is scheduled to be on the show. 28? On the 22nd. 22nd. February 22nd. He's coming back. He is our unpaid medical advisor. He's, he was Liberty great last Conference. time. He's, he's a great guy. Yeah, yeah, he is. So we'll have him back on the show. We'll record. We it, we may go live with that. We'll have to rearrange some cameras and figure that out. But uh, we uh, that's the plan is he's going to be on the 22nd. Maybe an audio only cast. But so you need to follow us everywhere. Social media, Facebook, Twitter. Getter, YouTube. Uh, I'm gonna go on Twitter and tag Media Matters. Let him know that he's coming back. Okay. Yeah. So another yeah, thing, <laughs> you need to, if wherever you wherever you watch us or listen to us, you need to go into that app, into our cast, and give it a five star review if you want if you like what you hear. Mm-hmm. And give it five stars if you don't like what you hear. And download. Right. Or subscribe, whichever. Download it's different and, and, and subscribe. Well, it you depends can, you on what you're, how you're listening to. Yeah, it. we're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, we're on Apple, you, we're on Amazon. You all need Audible, to do that so that. that it it helps grow the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we we discuss Wes and I discussed this before Travis got here today. We do that a lot, and we compared our content to some other uh, independent media type content. Some and we're big like, ones too. We're like. These people are making big money and they're famous. And I I got to say, I think our content is just as good, if not better. And nobody knows who we are. Yeah. So well, we need your help sharing it. I mean, we've got our group. Except LaGrange, Georgia. Apparently, we've, yeah, we've yeah. become yeah, huge in LaGrange, Georgia. Man, we, yeah, Shout just, out LaGrange. Just Crazy. Sunday. Hey, can a LaGrange. brother get some new towels? I wonder right? if there's That'd some nice. media yeah. matters people in LaGrange that just downloaded yeah. a bunch of cast to like, sift through them and find some. Like maybe we changed one of the media matters folks. They had to listen to a couple of casts to get the. And now they're sold. Yeah. They're over. Yeah. Yeah. We they're converted over on the them. Right side. <laughs> Love it. We groomed them. Yeah, there we go. We groomed them in the right way. Like it, share, subscribe, do all that stuff to help us grow yeah shouts to grange because we were most definitively we can take a new kia as well get a zz new kia some new towels zz top uh, write a song what's that lagrange yeah yeah different town though lagrange texas is what they were talking about so hey guys thanks so much for uh tuning in how 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 so close how how, i think there's like a lagrange in almost every state probably grange illinois yeah so I got to pee, and these guys keep talking. So we'll see you next time on the Driveway Liberty <laughs> Podcast. Good night, everybody. You-